See, they just don't make them like they used to, which is why Carolina Classic Cars is your one-stop shop for everything classic. Check out our showroom just off Highway 64 near Asheboro or hop on our website at thecarolinaclassiccars.com. Carolina Classic Cars, let's go for a ride. Welcome to Crash Radio, sponsored by Carolina Classic Cars on WKXR 94.9 FM. Crash Radio is created by Rhino Leap Productions. Every episode focuses on local musicians, writers, and storytellers presented as a live event in Asheboro, North Carolina. The content is then edited for broadcast. This episode was recorded live in the tap room at Four Saints Brewing Company. Four Saints Brewing Company is committed to creating an inclusive and welcoming environment, a vibrant downtown Asheboro atmosphere, and a place where great people can experience great beer. Because of this, we were included in Southern Living's top 20 breweries in the South. And Four Saints Brewing Company invites you to come and share space with us and become part of the downtown Ashboro family. For information about our taproom events, check out our website at foursaintsbrewing.com. Four Saints Brewing Company, great beer for great people. Our first guests are Alan Tedder and Patrick Osteen. Alan was born and raised in Lexington. He went to UNC Chapel Hill for theater and then went on to graduate from the Juilliard School in New York City, where he now lives. As a musician, he's been performing in the Broadway production of To Kill a Mockingbird. Patrick was born and raised in Ashboro before studying acting at the University of North Carolina School of the Arts. After graduating, Patrick toured the country in the Broadway production of War Horse and then toured the world with Cirque du Soleil. He is a co-founder of Rhino Elite Productions and serves as its associate artistic director. Here they are with a playful parody to show their love for Four Saints Brewery. I was feeling kind of blue. And I was walking by, and I looked up, and I, I, was, I was standing in front of the Four Saints. And uh, I looked over at Alan. And I said, hey, Alan. Yeah, man. I said, uh... That's what you know, I said. I said, you know, you know, all I think I really need are the beer necessities. The simple beer necessities. So you can forget about your worries and your strife. I mean the beer necessities, those good food, those recipes that bring the beer necessities to life. Wherever I wander, wherever I roam, I couldn't be fonder of my big home. The bees are buzzing in the trees, make some honey just for me. And when you take a look at the big mug club and pick out one for a great big chug, then maybe plug a few. The beer necessities of life will come to you. Yeah, man, the beer necessities of life will come to you. The beer necessities, the simple beer necessities. Forget about your worries and your strife. Yeah, man, I mean the beer necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the beer necessities to life. It's not that it wasn't great, because it was. <laughs> but we're just gonna we're gonna rein it in just a little bit. All right, I'm good. Keep it simple. Simple, just like the beer necessities. The simple beer necessities. 
We would see what we did there. Forget about your worries and your strife. Yeah, man, I mean the beer necessities. Oh, Mother Nature's recipes that bring the beer necessities to life. Oh, that bring the beer necessities to life. One more time. That bring the beer necessities to life. Yeah, man. Our next guest is Betty Faust. Betty has been a featured storyteller at conferences and conventions for over 20 years. She has performed throughout the South and as far north as Connecticut and as far west as Nevada. Her family recently completed construction on the George Washington Carver Community Enrichment Center. Whether it's music, theater, or the written word, she says her passion in life is to help young and old discover and delight in their own stories. Hello, everybody. I would really like to introduce you to my daddy today, but um, unfortunately he's been gone for so long, so I think I'll just tell you one of his stories that I always enjoyed hearing. Daddy was quite the storyteller. Some of the stuff that he told us was believable, and then some of it was questionable. (laughs) But uh, he was born right here in Randolph County, but anyway, Uh, His grandmother was a traveling evangelist. Now, before you get excited, let me just tell you that that meant she had a Bible, and she had a mule, and she didn't mind traveling. (laughs) Her favorite sermon was, the love of money is the root of all evil. And some say that she won many converts with that, but she never was able to convince her second oldest grandson because he always said, uh, lack of money. (laughs) And it didn't need roots. It just came up on you. So, but he didn't pay much attention to the stories coming out of Chatham County about the devil's tramping ground because he was always about trying to make money. He had heard all about how there was this big ball spot out in the middle of the woods and that the devil would come there at midnight and tramp around trying to determine what kind of devilment he was going to try the next day. And if anything was in that spot, you all have heard it, you know, then the devil would get angry and throw it out. It could be a twig. It could be paper. It could even be a human being. As a matter of fact, Daddy heard that a whole Boy Scout troop had tried to camp on that spot. And lo and behold, the next day, they were found several miles away. (laughs) And one jack-legged preacher said that somehow his drink got spiked And when he woke up the next day, he was staggering down the road. (laughs) And I have to tell you about the local girl who who said that uh, she tried to sleep out there. And the next day, she woke up in a barn, pregnant. (laughs) (laughs) So like I said, Daddy didn't pay any attention to all that uh, because he was all about making money. But then he heard that the farmer, who
who owned that land was sick and tired of people saying that he was harboring the devil. And some were even saying he might be the very devil that was tramping around out there. So he supposedly offered $50 to anybody who would spend the night out there. Now, I want you to know that $50 got my dad thinking. <laughs> so he talked to his brother, older brother, and tried to get, convince him to go out there with him and spend the night. Now, daddy's brother was about a year older than him, and some say he was a, an inch taller, but I never believed that, because daddy wore his hair slicked down, and Uncle Jack wore big hair. So I'm not going to say that he was taller. But uh, so he finally talked his brother Jack into going out there with him. And one clear night, my dad said, this is the night. And Jack was saying, I think we need to wait. And daddy says, it's now or never. And remember, I'm going to pay you $5. So they go out there. They get, they get grandmama's quilts and wait until everybody else is asleep. And they start out to the devil's tramping ground. Little dog happy is running along right along beside of them. But when they get to the tramping ground, happy puts on brakes, starts going the other way. Jack says, Lynn. Lynn, don't you think we better go home with Happy? Because that's a smart dog. <laughs> and Daddy says, oh, no. Happy don't know nothing about making no money. He's running a squirrel or a rabbit or something. <laughs> so they spread their blankets out and start to lie down. And Uncle Jack says, Lynn, do you think he's coming tonight? And he says, no, nah, Jack, just lay down and go to sleep. So they lay down for a little while. And all of a sudden, they hear thunder. Jack says, Lynn, I think he's coming after us. Daddy says, now, Jack, you know that that's just the Lord talking. And Mama told us to always be respectful and be quiet, so just lay down and go to sleep. So Jack lays back down. After a while, lightning struck across the sky. Jack jumps up, Lynn, he's looking for us, he's looking for us. Well, why don't we go home? Then it says, now Jack, that's lightning, and you know lightning strikes the tallest thing around, and you're an inch taller than I am. So, so he lays back down. About time they go to sleep, or almost asleep, because Jack didn't go to sleep. A big hailstorm came up, and it was just falling all around him all the way. Daddy jumped up and grabbed the blanket, and he said, come on, Jack, let's go home, let's go home. And Uncle Jack says, wait, wait. He starts crying, wait, wait for me, wait for me. And Daddy says, I'll wait for you at home. You come on here. <laughs> so when they get home that night, in their bed, safe, Uncle Jack says, now, Lynn, 
tell the truth. Weren't you scared? Nah, Jack. I wasn't scared. But when he started throwing them big old rocks, I knew he wasn't gonna fight there. <laughs> and I had to get you home. And once again, here are Alan Tedder and Patrick Osteen. I am a poor wayfaring stranger. I'm traveling through this world of woe. But there's no sadness, toil, nor danger in that bright land to which I go. I'm going there to see my mother. I'm going there no more to roam. I'm only going over Jordan. I'm only going over home. I know dark clouds will gather around me. I know my way is rough and steep, but golden fields lie just before me, where God's redeemed shall ever sleep. I'm going Thank you for listening to Crash Radio here on WKXR 94.9 FM, sponsored by Carolina Classic Cars and produced by Rhino Leap Productions.